Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Produced by Allmont Global in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide and the ShareCare Health Security Verification Solution and brought to you by JetX, your trusted private aviation partner for travel to Europe and beyond. Well, this week, there's a big treat. I'm talking to Charles Forte. Yes, the Forte of that family who is still not 30 years old but he has the responsibility of that family name on his shoulders. He heads development for the Forte Hotel Group, and I want to know what that means, but I also want to know about the family association and about what he, with his outlook on life, what he wants from hotels. Charles, what's so special about Forte Hotels? Uh, I think that the family the most obvious thing. Um, we're, we're, we're a family business in the truest sense, in that my father is a CEO and chairman, my aunt Olga is design, my sister Lydia is a director of food and beverage, and my other sister Renee heads up the wellness department, and I work in development. So there's a family member um, in sort of all of the major departments of the business. How did you decide who was going to do what, Charles? Well, my sister Lydia was the first to join, and she had always had a keen interest in food and beverage. Uh, then shortly thereafter, my sister Renny joined, and she had a keen interest in wellness. And then I joined just as the company was pushing with this new development um, strategy and it was a very exciting you know area within the company to be involved in so it sort of worked out quite nicely. Charles had you always uh, been uh, interested in hotels there you are with the most famous name in the hotel world today had you always been immersed in hotels? Yeah absolutely I think it was difficult to separate my grandfather had done and uh, now what my father's doing it's something i've always been involved in uh, and i've always worked in the hotels and so it was always you know something that was very close to my heart i get the feeling that some of the um shall i say fringe members of your fabulous family do manage to escape from the association with the Forte name because, for instance, your cousin uh, does her fantastic television programs, again, around hotels, but she's working under her own name, um, not uh, Forte. How, how much of a challenge has the name Forte been to you when you were in school and um, when you were a young per- uh, an even younger person working, as you told me, um, in hotels? It, it wasn't really. I mean, it's always been a privilege more than anything. Um, I've been afforded a lot of opportunities as a result of it. And yeah. so... And like what? Um, give me some examples of what opportunities you've had, Charles. I mean, I've the opportunity to work in this great business and to carry on what my, my grandfather started. So, I mean, 
uh, you know, that's a, you know, to me, in my mind, that's, uh, you know, I'm very lucky to have that. What do you remember first about your grandfather, Charles, when it comes to the hotel world? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind about my grandfather is not anything to do with hotels. <laughs> it was that he was the, um, he was the sort of, the, the, the figurehead of the family and everyone gravitated towards him. Family was incredibly important to him. And so we had many, you know, family gatherings at their house in Belgravia. There was always someone from the family there. And those are my initial memories. And I, I have very warm and fond memories of that as a, as a small child. Um, in terms of the hotel world, I mean, as a kid, I didn't really have uh, any uh, memories of that because he was already quite old he was already retired by the time I was sort of 11 or whatever all of those things came afterwards as I grew old and I learned a bit more about you know what he had achieved and now Charles you are looking at hotels with a completely different viewpoint can we talk a, a little bit about what Charles Forte wants from a hotel any hotel supposing I had some hotels and you were coming to stay in one of my hotels what do you look for first in any hotel Charles I think there are probably four main components in my mind when I go and stay at a hotel those being the design of the hotel in relation to the location the authenticity of the design then the comfort of the room and the public spaces I think is very important then there's the F&B experience and most importantly is the service uh, I would say those are the four main parameters which I which I use and what do you want from comfort in a room because uh, possibly what you want could be much more technologically associated than what uh, somebody a generation older than you, Charles, might want. There are people who love satin sheets with scalloped edges. There are people who like crystal chandeliers overhead. What do you want in a bedroom? And what do you want in a bathroom, Charles? I want something that's comfortable and well configured. I don't want, I don't need thrill, thrills or anything like that. I like something which is homey and which is inviting and you want to dive into the bed. Um, you know, I think in terms of tech, I mean, I don't, I think a lot of these kinds of things are quite gimmicky. And I think, you know, things that stand the test of time will never change. So, I mean, you know, and I wouldn't, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily value a, a bedroom in, in terms of square meters. I think it's much more about the, the feel and, and the feeling that you're coming home in a sense. How about a bathtub? I go to a lot of properties which put bathtubs in bedrooms. So there I have a very sexy bathtub in the bedroom and that's fine if I can reach the bath towels and if I can climb out of the bathtub and arguably I want an electric towel rail for those towels and I was writing the other day about a lovely bathtub from which I could look out at skiers outside in the snow. Um, what's the perfect bathroom experience for Charles Forty? Yeah, I think um, a bath in the room is not for me. Um, <laughs> I'm a bit more traditional in that respect. Um, you know, a spacious bathroom. You want a bathroom with six fixtures, um, with a large shower, with good water pressure. If the bath has a nice view, that's a, 
added bonus. A bathroom doesn't necessarily have to be covered in marble, in my opinion, either. I think you can still have a very luxurious experience without meters and meters of marble. When you are uh, thinking of food, let's talk about the other elements. When you're thinking about food in a hotel, anybody's hotel, how healthy do you want it to be? How formal do you want it to be? I mean, I think the most successful restaurants are able to cater to a variety of profiles. Um, if you look at something like the Wolseley in London, for example, you know, they offer, you know, very cheap food, very expensive food, healthy food, comfort food, uh, you know, all delivered to a very, very high standard and with a sort of youth, youthful attitude. So, I mean, you know, I think it shouldn't be one thing or the other necessarily. I think, you know, especially in a hotel with a hotel restaurant, uh, you need to cook cater to a variety of, of guests with a variety of, of tastes and wants and so on. I think this is bringing out the Italian heritage in you, Charles, because you have a family that is associated with the best possible products. I think of your stunning hotels in Italy, and I've had some of the best burrata, some of the best tomatoes anywhere in the world. Well, you are Italian and you come from an Italian heritage, which must be an incredible advantage at all times, particularly today. Do you think in your um, main role as head of um, development, how big are you going to grow in uh, Italy? You are already the... Um, predominant Italian luxury hotel company. Do you want to take your Italian connection even further, Charles? Absolutely. I mean, I think that the um, the aim is to be the, you know, to be able to do the complete Italian luxury circuit with Rocco Forte Hotels. Mm. Uh, you know, we want to get uh, someone to be able to come to Italy and travel the breadth of the country, staying exclusively at Rocco Forte Hotels. And, you know, we're, we're on our way to achieving that. Um, we're opening in Milan. We just opened Palermo, where I am now. We're going to open in Milan in 2024. Um, and uh, we're looking at projects in, in Venice right now. We're looking at things in Tuscany and Sardinia, uh, things at the Amalfi Coast. We'd like to do a ski resort as well, maybe in Cortina. So definitely Italy is a major focus and it's, it's where the brand is probably most well known but we don't want to be just an Italian hotel operator you know getting into other major European destinations is also of importance of course we'd love to we'd love to be in the US about 35% of our business comes from North America and so to, to have a showcase property in Miami or New York would be would be fantastic would you ever consider partnering with existing properties in Miami and uh, New York or perhaps add on uh, Rocco Forte Club to an existing hotel? Have you thought about that? How, how broad are you going to take the brand as development director? I mean, we we don't want to dilute the brand and we don't want to grow for the sake of growing. Uh, we try and grow very organically and we've turned down opportunities because 
although they might be commercial opportunities, they, they, they didn't fit the brand. So we're very careful in the properties that we pick. You know, we're not the type of company that's going to pay over the odds to put flag into a sought after destination just for the sake of it. So in that respect, no, um, you know, we want to have full control over all of our developments and all of our hotels, all of the operations of our hotels. Um, I love the term we because it reminds me and all our listeners out there around the world that this is the family company. How often do the principals in the family get together? How often do you sit around with your two sisters and with the other family members and talk about plans? And how far do you look ahead in these family discussions? Well, I mean, we, we all work in the same office, which helps. Uh, so we're together very, very often. We spend a lot of our free time together as well, of course, and naturally business matters arise often. So we're talking about the business all the time, which can be very boring for people not, in, <laughs> not, not involved. I mean, each hotel has a sort of three and a five year plan. And obviously the development strategy is ambitious and fairly long term. But I think we try and stay in the present as much as possible and deal with matters as they arise. Charles, you say that it could be very boring for people who are not family members, but Somebody told me the other day, hotels are high fashion at the moment. And look at the numbers of uh, television programs that have been recently behind the scenes in hotels. The television seems to be besotted at the moment by cooking programs, by programs on railways, and by hotels, also gardening. Now, um, all those categories come into Rocket Forte Hotels. And I've got to say, by the way, that somebody I know and trust very much says that the best of all these programs has been the quartet series on your lovely Balmoral, Edinburgh, really superbly done and with great empathy. Now, that was a railway hotel. It's still a railway hotel. So you are high fashion. And if we think of fashion, I love the milliner's hats in at least some of the suites in Brown's Hotel in London. So how aware are you in um, the importance of other aspects of lifestyle to the hotel world. How does fashion come in as well as wellness and food, Charles? Are, 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 you, are, are you a sartorial person who takes note of uh, how fashion looks in the design, how fashionable a design is? You said design is very important to you in a hotel. Is it design that makes you feel good? Is it design that is suitable for the destination, Charles? Yeah, I think I think style is a better word, maybe. Um, okay. And, you know, there needs to be a continuity of, of style throughout the hotel. And it probably starts with the interior decor. Mm. And it moves into the uniforms and the... Uh, uh, 
the tableware and the crockery and uh, the OSNE and so there needs to be you know a continuous story through the hotels and everything has to sort of flow uh, seamlessly um, I mean I think when I talk about design uh, there's not one specific style that I like or I don't like it's very much dependent on the city the location of the hotel the architecture of the hotel and you know we always try and pick hotels that have uh, history and character and I think we're quite successful in bringing that out in the hotel and paying respect to the building itself which makes each hotel sort of unique you certainly have stories you certainly have stories to tell let's think of Palermo an amazing palace that royalty from the then uh, heads of many European countries used to summer in to get away from the cold winters. Thinking of the uh, tradition of the Balmoral, thinking of the tradition of uh, browns and your incredible, I always call it the vertical garden hotel in uh, Rome. You have fantastic properties telling stories. We've been talking about taking over, putting existing hotels into the Rocco Forte group. Um, can you make a story for a new build in the same way? No, I don't think you can in the same way. I mean, how, how can you? You know, how, how can you replicate uh, a building that's hundreds of years old and everything that's gone on in that building and everything that's associated with that building? I think it's very difficult. Um, that's not to say that a successful hotel has to have a lot of history and that a new hotel can't have charm and character. But certainly, you know, there's no, you know, you're not going to have the same stories to tell. Thank you, Charles Forte. I am so full of enthusiasm for a bit of history, like a lot of history, with so much personalization that is being carried forward and looking not only to today and tomorrow, but even further ahead. Now, I'm looking further ahead now to my next chat, which will be with Jonathan Raggett, who is the operational boss of the Red Carnation brand, which includes a marvelous hotel in Palm Beach through to the oldest operating castle in Ireland, Ashford Castle, and goodness, lots of highly successful hotels. One of its London properties is consistently TripAdvisor number one. Can't wait to have you join me to chat with Jonathan Raggett. See you then. You've been listening to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, produced by Allmont Global in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide and the ShareCare Health Security Verification Solution, and brought to you by Jetex. Wherever in the world you need to travel, Jetex offers expert solutions and guidance to make seamless global connectivity possible, even in the most challenging times. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.